0: on this Nashville school shooting. Uh, I am willing to wait for more of the details to be confirmed. Um, because like right now, it's just kind of people they're still investigating the scene. And so I'm going to wait. And I, I hope everyone else says, I mean, I know it's out of fashion. I know everybody loves to just, you know, rush in and make their gun arguments, either, you know, control or or you know, pro Second Amendment stuff, whatever. But like, I just I want I want more information. Not that it's going to change my mind <laughs> one way or the other. Like my views on the Second Amendment are pretty well said. Uh, but there's no there's no reason for me to turn it into that. I will allow the situation to unfold. We will get more information. It is okay to do that. Um, meanwhile, oh, so we had uh, a couple of a couple of entries so far into the uh, uh, to the biggest. Moment of dumbassery uh, in the zone of dumbassery so far this year. Of course, oh, a new yep.
1: zone of dumbassery. Oh That's
0: right. All right. I mean, you got to brand these things. All right. So um, we had the uh, the digital blackface stupidity. Uh, we had the um, uh, the W R A L effort to uh, uh, to fact check the science to find out. See, Beth Wood clearly wasn't intoxicated. Even though you're just taking her word for it that it was two glasses of wine. By the way, the story that I have seen that I'm not sure whether it's true or not. I haven't seen anybody else reporting it yet, which is that the White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, that she has uh, that she she did a very similar thing, apparently over the weekend or something. Some witnesses on the scene say she was slurring her words. She got into a minor uh, fender bender or something and uh, and pulled to Beth Wood and fled the scene so but again i haven't seen it uh reported confirmed uh just uh, a couple of uh, social media posts i'll keep you posted though anything changes um what is this no we're not putting the big pictures uh, no oh coming to an elevator near you oh as i said john hardister representative john Hard hardister is i guess running for is he running for labor commissioner? I think so. Um, also saw John Bradford from Mecklenburg County uh, looking to run for state treasurer. And I guess the other guy, Wesley, not Clark, but he's a Democrat in Mecklenburg. And I think he's running also. So we could actually have two contenders for the state treasurer race from uh, from Charlotte. Um, so then there's this. World Athletics council this is this is a this is a pretty big deal to get all biden-esque here the world athletics council or as i call it the WAC, the governing body for international track and field it will bar transgender women athletes from elite competitions for women The council's policy, which will be in effect starting March 31st, largely targets athletes who transitioned from male to female after going through puberty as a male. Right, because going through puberty as a male gives you certain structural, physical benefits when it comes to physical competition. (laughs) Again, I didn't think I'd ever get to a place where these things would need to be articulated, but here we are. Men and women are different, and when you go through puberty, your body changes. And those changes last the rest of your life. So this, uh, the World Athletics Council, or the WAC, will also tighten rules for athletes with disorders of sexual development, cutting in half the level of testosterone that athletes can have in order to compete in women's events. This is, this is because of that South African runner, Castor Semenya, Semenya, Castor Semenya, the world's fastest woman in the 800 meters. She was raised female, is legally female, But was born with XY chromosomes and has a naturally high testosterone level. I'm confused. She was raised female, is legally female, but was born. Oh, was born with XY chromosomes and has a naturally high testosterone level. And yeah, and she just like. And they told her you're going to have to, like, lower your testosterone levels with birth control pills or a hormone shot or surgery. She refused, saying such treatments had left her feeling like she would have a heart attack. She took her case to the court of arbitration for sport, which ultimately ruled against her in 2019. She's appealing them. Um, the, the wax leader... The leader of the WAC, if you will, Sebastian Coe, said decisions are always difficult when they involve conflicting needs and rights between different groups. But we continue to take the view that we must maintain fairness for female athletes above all other considerations. So here's how the author Juliana Kim wrote it up at NPR. The council said they ultimately decided to prioritize fairness and the integrity of the female competition over inclusion. <laughs> okay. So they didn't actually say that. They said they, they, they're going to, they didn't say we we're prioritizing this over inclusion. They say there are conflicting needs and rights. And they have to maintain fairness for female athletes above all other considerations. And so inclusion would be one of those all other considerations, right? I mean, because true inclusion would also include men, would it not? I mean, men not even transing, right? That would be true inclusion, no? Though the council says there are no transgender athletes currently in international track and field competition, the ruling could hinder several people who have won Olympic medals in the past. The NPR story then goes on to say the following, which got them dragged on social media over the weekend. They say, At the center of the issue is whether transgender women athletes have a physical advantage over other female competitors, even after lowering their testosterone levels. But there is limited scientific research involving elite transgender athletes, which the council also acknowledged. Enter social media users, who began uh, linking to all of the research, showing that yes, it actually does exist. And NPR had to tweet out a correction that said, an earlier tweet incorrectly stated there is limited scientific evidence of physical advantage. Existing research shows that higher levels of testosterone do impact athletic performance. But there's limited research involving elite trans athletes in competition. So this is the hill they're dying on. This is Bot Melee, right? Uh, Or Mott and Bailey, right? This is the, the, in argument, this is you, you make the one sweeping statement that is difficult to defend. Once you start getting attacked, you retreat to the more secure... Bailey or Mott, whichever is which, like one is the field and one is the castle, uh, and right, you go out into the field, you make the easy statements that draws the attacks. Once you start getting attacked, you rush back to the castle for a more easily defended position, which is what this is. Existing research shows, yes, higher levels of testosterone do impact athletic performance, but we totally weren't wrong here. There's limited research involving elite trans athletes in competition. So that's a very, very narrow thing, right? A very narrow deal. There's limited research of elite trans athletes in competition. That's their cleanup. That was the NPR cleanup of their indefensible. <laughs> yes. So they too warrant an entry.
1: Warning. You're in the zone of dumbassery. There
0: you go. All for you, NPR. All for you. So, I got a question. Um, is it weird that somebody bought the farm? Uh, where, well, okay, that's, all right, sorry, that's a, I did not mean that. Is it weird that somebody bought m- the Moselle hunting property from the Murdoch murders? Someone just bought that property. Is that weird? I mean, if you had the money, $4 million just laying around... Would you have purchased this property? I mean, would, would would this even interest you? I I gotta admit, I don't really get it. Yeah, I don't get it. But I like I don't know. I have never lived in a house where something terrible had happened before, so that that I know of. Aside from that one place with the ghosts that kept on, that, that was different. It was on some old burial land. It's They made a documentary out of it doesn't matter murdoch moselle estate site of the 2021 murders sells for 3.9 million dollars there was also an auction of the property that was at the site at the uh, property and i gotta i don't understand people sometimes (laughs) i really don't some gun grabbing activist Claims to just happen to be vacationing, decided to go down to the site of the shooting, and after the officials were done, she jumps up to the microphone and starts doing her own press conference. Just to be clear here, Jeremiah Johnson, it's a great point. Jeremiah, yeah, Jeremiah Johnson, podcaster, founder for Neoliberal Kidney Donation Enthusiast. Hmm. I mean, that's really the only thing, something you could do once. I don't know about enthusiasts, but okay. Um, He says, just to make sure I understand the progressive position on guns is that we need much stricter gun laws, and then we need to not enforce those gun laws, right? Correct. That's it. Which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And and, uh, reportedly, the shooter in Nashville was a teenage girl. Um International track and field is not the only sport to be moving away from trans inclusion, said NPR in their story that drew lots of mockery for misconstruing, misstating the science of it all. Last year, the world governing body for swimming, F-I-N-A prohibited transgender women from participating in female swimming competitions. In 2020, World Rugby also ruled that transgender women could not play rugby internationally out of safety and fairness concerns for non-transgender women, in other words, women. Meanwhile, in the U.S., 19 states have so far banned transgender athletes from playing on girls' or women's sports teams. In state houses across the country this year, there are dozens of more new laws, new and proposed laws, that further curb transgender rights. That's NPR. That was not aware that there's a difference between men and women and testosterone. on uh, along those lines. Here's Dean. Welcome to the show, Dean.
1: Hi, Pete. Hey, uh, first of all, on Murdoch, that property, I think that's the a, a best deal and that's the slam dunk. you know, somebody buying that. Why,
0: why is that a slam dunk?
1: Well, you could first of all, you could all you need is like a, one of those wagons and a tractor. And you could give tours all around the whole property, Mm -hmm. you know? You could turn uh, the horse barn into, like, a a bed and, well, maybe breakfast, you Mm -hmm. know, sort of put a question mark there. That'd be, you know... So
0: to monetize off of the tragedy?
1: No. Well... Yeah. No, I I
0: mean, yeah, you would turn it into, like, this ghoulish tourist uh, attraction.
1: Well, I... Uh, I mean, I, I'm not ghoulish in, in itself, but if you can't undo what's been done there.
0: Right? Yeah. No. That's why I asked. So, if you had the, if you had the four million, if this wasn't a big deal to you, the price of the property, is this something well, that you would consider doing?
1: Um, yeah, probably not myself. Okay. But what I would do is get in an investor group together. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And and I'd probably be, you know, this I'd. I'd be the CEO or something like that, and I would administrate it. I mean, mm-hmm. you could give tours of the house, the library. How about the stairs? I mean, those are pretty famous.
0: It sounds like you. It sounds like you would, very much, uh, be interested in doing this.
1: Well, this is that was just off the top. I mean, I just sort of came with that. But my real question was, sorry to. to no,
0: I, I hey, I, I threw this topic out there. I mean, I, I welcome the uh, the input. I'm I'm kind of. Uh, struggling to understand it because I don't like I don't understand I, I I would have zero desire to purchase that property and do anything with it. If I did, it would be to just like tear the whole thing down and just like salt the you're, earth.
1: You're well, you're one. I think you're one hundred percent spot right. You could always go on the premise that you know if there's been murders there, what are the chances of it happening again? But secondly, I'm sure it was for the land value and probably nothing else. So. It can be developed into acre home sites, or who knows what.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's in the middle of nowhere. The person who bought it is apparently a neighbor, so they may be trying to consolidate and get more land around them, or something. I mean, it's seventeen hundred, yeah. almost eighteen hundred acres. Wow. It's got waterfront, yeah. a riverfront. Um, so yeah, a lot of hunting, and I mean, it's got a lot of. Uh, I mean, has a lot of uh, amenities that are there. But, I mean, not only are you, I mean, if you're trying to be a private person, like if you're not trying to monetize it, then you're always going to have the problem of people trying to get on the property to get pictures there. That's always going to be an issue. Um, it has been already. So that, that, so that then, you know, prompts the question of, well, then how do they, like knowing that they bought it, they, they're going to have to deal with that. Or do they just embrace it along the lines of what you were saying?
1: Probably a bit of a dive into the person that bought it would probably give you a much more much better idea of what he was going to purpose it for, probably, huh?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Though I mean, Jeffrey Godley and James Ayer they bought it, and what I found on Godley is that he lives there, and uh, Ayer lives nearby, but Godley is like almost a neighbor, and um, I think they may be related to like an HVAC family uh, or something he i also found he got seventeen thousand dollars in a ppp loan during the pandemic for like performance art or something so i don't
1: know well people like that don't do anything just to, you know further exclude themselves like he probably has some very big objective in his mind mm. so anyway so the, the lamb's got to be pretty fertile too i would think so anyways uh hey on this is there a just a the question I really want to know was on this transgender thing: Is there a testosterone, you know, is there a certain level? I mean, is that the benchmark or the criteria for transgender? What, what exactly, you know, is a defining thing, or is it sort of fluid? to Every person
0: for the like for these uh, athletic associations to say they can't participate.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, I think it,
0: there's it, a level. I th- I think there is some sort of a level that they measure. I don't know is what that, that the is.
1: Final. Is that the final, you know, is that the sort of the, it's not, can't be looks or presentation or anything like that, can it? No,
0: it's, no, if you are, if you were born as one sex and then went through transition, whatever that might entail, like it's it's a matter of the testosterone levels because it, uh, you know the other way would go too right if you were born female tried to transition to a male and uh, started taking all of the shots to boost testosterone that might that you know that might be unfair advantages as well I don't know I don't think it so much goes that direction as the other.
1: If I've never had my testosterone tested, does that mean um, maybe I should uh, put me in? Danger
0: or something. But same. I don't know about no, danger, but same. I mean, same principle applies, you know. Like people get tested for low T, and then they know what your level is, and then they can give you the uh, the the boosts, you know. Uh, Dale, I appreciate the call. Uh, yeah, Ale, what Dale was referring to there is that the uh, the Murdoch estate, the uh, Moselle hunting property uh, that closed. That land deal closed, and uh, we, we now know that it sold for like three point nine million dollars. And I just, I got questions about. The purpose of like, why would you buy that? And would you buy stuff from the house, like the items from the house, the decorations and stuff? Because they did an auction too. All right, are you prepared for a disaster? Do you need some advice? Are you looking for military surplus that's real? Well, for more than three decades, the answer has been Old Grouch's Military Surplus in downtown Clyde. It is an old-school, traditional store. It's got a mix of modern and vintage items. See my friend Tim? He'll hook you up. He gets new stuff in all the time, American-made, because it's real military surplus. Camo, shirts, hats, customized dog tags, gear— Old Grouches on Main Street, downtown Clyde, across the street from the anti-aircraft gun. The shop is open Monday through Saturday and all the time at oldgrouch.com. All right, so the uh, Murdoch family's rural Colleton County estate, where they indulged in a life of hunting, fishing, and gentleman farming. I have no idea what that means. Gentleman farming? Like, you plant them, you tend to them, and then they like, Raise a whole bunch of gentlemen. Has officially been sold less than a month after Alex Murdoch was found guilty of murdering his wife and son on the property. Uh, The 1770 acre estate known as Moselle sold for $3.9 million according to documents filed in Colleton County uh, last week. The majority of the money from the sale is going to be used to settle outstanding legal claims against Murdoch's surviving son, Buster, as well as the estates of his wife, Maggie, and his son, Paul, who were shot dead near the family's dog kennels on the property. Public records indicate that the new owners are Jeffrey Godley and James Ayer. They have provided no public statement on how they intend to use the land. Um... I got a a message here from Russ who says he would totally have bought Moselle if he wasn't just about $4 million short. That's that's my problem, too. I just came up a little late on the. Not into the macabre of it. uh, Macabre of it. uh, Would absolutely raise any structure. Isn't that weird how raise and raise means the exact opposite? You would raise the structure. R-A-Z-E. Tear it down. But when you raise something up, also you right you elevate it, and so if the like a church raises uh, out of the ground, you know, or something raises up, like a barn raising, that's not tearing it down. That's when all the Amish people get together and build put one up, right? They, I'm sorry, I'm on I'm down a rabbit hole here. Anyway, um, uh, I would raise any structure. My wife and I have had. Uh, the murder house discussion before. She's a little creeped out about it, but I think you get a great discount. Plus, what piece of property on the planet has not had a horrific death occur on it? Well, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, going back through time, has every single piece of property had a horrific death occur on it? I don't know about that. But uh, the house that my wife and I bought, right, we got we were the first owners, because it was a new subdivision built. So, you know, nobody died, as far as I know. Nobody died in our property yet, I mean, that I'm aware of. So, um, no, I don't I don't know. See, now, I grew up on uh, Long Island, and not too far from the Amityville Horror House, which, when I was a kid, uh, somebody bought, and it, it they tore down... Uh, the the wrought iron gates and stuff, and they painted it. They did a bunch of work on it, so it didn't look like the the movie image. Um, of course, that turned out all to be a hoax, right? So, that, I mean, that makes it easier uh, when it, you know, you can move in. But they probably did get a good deal on it, but it was a beautiful house. Um, so I don't know, but like this, you, when you grow up with the Amityville Horror House nearby, it's kind of like you have this discussion over the course of your life. You think about these things. You know, would you want to live in a house and I, I don't know. I I don't think I would. I don't think I would. Um let me see here. Uh if I had three this is Mark. Uh if I had three point nine million, heck yeah I would buy it. No one will care in two years what happened there seems like a big nothing burger to me as far as the property value goes. See but you would know. You would know, right? Like, I would never be able to walk over there without thinking that their spirits are still around here, you know? Anything that happens on the property, I'm going to think ghosts. <laughs> Anything at all. Like, there's just nothing. There'd be no way around it. Your mind would always go there. That's that's really what it's about for me. It's like, I... I, like, I I don't even want to entertain the ideas. Like, I don't watch any of these types of movies. Like, I don't watch, was it, uh, uh, Exorcist or any of those kinds of, like, demon devil, uh, effects people. I don't like them. I don't watch them. I think that, I think you start dabbling in that stuff. You open your mind up to it. And that's how, that's how Satan gets in. I don't want anything to do with it. So I just, uh, like, I stiff arm all of that kind of content. I don't want to, I don't want to think about it. Don't want to look at it. Nope. Um, and, but that's, so so that's where my mind would go. And then I would start, like, thinking about it too much. And I think I would, yeah, I I would end up having to move. I think I would. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. Um, Mark goes on to say, though, also buying stuff from these, uh, buying, yeah, buying the stuff at auction, the property from the property, the stuff, the contents of the property of the home and stuff, they, it went to auction, um, and, uh. He says definitely falls into the dumbassery category. That's true. That's true.
1: Morning. You're in the zone of dumbassery. <laughs>
0: yeah, it does. Um I would be hap- but I would be happy to sell the stuff to the dumbassery people, plow the buildings under and make a space for my wife's horses. <laughs> there you go. Um So yeah, so a couple things first. Um frenzy. Here it is. Let me hang on a second. Did I uh Okay, yeah, I'll get to the allocation of the, where the money goes. But first, frenzy buying at auction. On thir- this is from CNN. On Thursday, people from all of, they said all over the southeast, but I would imagine probably people came from all over the country, but pe- they packed in there, okay? They lined up six hours early. They lined up six hours before the doors opened at the auction house. And the auction lasted about six and a half hours. And it was, it was in a, a packed, stuffy room, according to CNN. The owner, um, Lori Mattingly, Lori Mattingly, she said it's going to take several days to do a full accounting of the sales, but some of the items sold for eye-catching sums. Um, you can look this up and find some of the pictures and stuff. Uh, there was a Yeti cup Typically retails for like thirty-five bucks? Sold for four hundred dollars. A beer koozie sold for five hundred dollars. Really? A beer koozie. This is the stuff I don't get. Why? Why would you spend five hundred dollars on a beer koozie? So what so like what what's the play there? You're hanging out, watching some athletic event or something on television and you're like, hey, let me get my let me get my koozie that was once in the home of Alex Murdoch. Like why? What is that like what it's a conversation starter. Is it though? Like, dude, why why did you spend five hundred dollars on like what, what would this be like ghoul tourism? Is that what that is? Ghoulism? No, that means something else. Um, there was a mounted antler set or a piece, you know, mounted antlers, went for ten thousand dollars. And there was a furniture set. This was like the lit leather uh, uh, sofa and love seat leather set, thirty k. Thirty thousand dollars for these couches, apparently some uh, some hunting lodge bought them, and the guy I saw the quote and he said something like it was a conversation piece. We were always looking for interesting, unique items in this you know to have a conversation about, oh yeah, I mean, I guess that would be a conversation, yeah, this is the alibi couch, yeah, yeah, this is the couch that Alec Murdoch claims he slept on when he was actually down there murdering his wife and son, like that, okay, and you spent thirty k for it. Okay. The sale included beds, chests, tables, chairs, a popcorn maker and picture frames that once hung on the walls of the Moselle estate, along with a large rack of hunting equipment. Robert Daly's book, Man with a Gun, a story about a man who commits an accidental homicide, also among the items sold. Mattingly described the scene of the bidding as, quote, frenzy buying. Bidders were, quote, just determined to get what they wanted. She said, that just proves... <laughs> People have more money than sense. The auction house owner said that. Uh yeah, on for uh, for the property it's like, "Oh, it's going to be a great deal. I get a great price on the property cuz some terrible thing happened there. But I'm not going to go buy the, the the stuff that was on the property. I'm not going to buy the contents of the house cuz that's way more expensive. I'm not going to get a good deal on that." What? The, wait, what? So on the, uh, and I said this earlier, like, I don't, I, I, if I'm on that property, if I, like, if I would not buy it. I would not buy the property, uh, even if it was a good deal, because I would not, like, if I had to live there, if I I had to go there, anything that ever happened, I would always think that um, it's haunted. Uh, They would all think that. And uh, I got to. A message dude stop already the ghosts are not going there that's the catholic upbringing <laughs> and i am catholic by the way there you go um icky Fu says i watch a ghost hunting show and whenever they are above a cemetery they say "Ooh, we're standing on the dead and i think please how many millennia worth of people do you think are beneath you pretty much all the time <laughs> well yes right like in the grand scheme of things like you go back millennia, millions of years. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe every single square inch of the world had somebody die on it at some point. I don't know about horrifically, but I I don't know. I don't think I don't think that. I, there's, a, I mean, the Earth is pretty big. I mean, think about all the people that got that died at sea. You know, so that would cut down the number. Anyway, uh, Dave says subdivisions built on ancient Indian or English settler burial grounds. I got one of those up the road uh yeah Uh, maybe it's my uh yeah maybe it was uh i did watch when i was young and i did see that uh documentary poltergeist and that may have altered my (laughs) thinking on these types of matters um here's a message uh on the auctioning off of the items Dave says, $500 for a koozie? Yes, Pete, that absolutely is a conversation starter. The conversation starts with, you paid what for a koozie? You are a dumbass. That's, I guess that's true. It would be a conversation starter. Uh, Matthew says, Pete, I cannot even begin to imagine purchasing a property linked to such unspeakable horror. I mean, owning a property in South Carolina? Can you even imagine? Now a crime scene properly lo- uh, property in North Carolina? Well, that's no problem. That's... what he did there and it's made it a state thing um one of the women who came from augusta georgia to this auction i don't even know if i should give them give out their names um she said we have been so invested in the family and the trial and followed it very close okay that's that's not healthy i look i covered the trial like i watched Like eighty-five percent, I'd say, of that trial, for yeah, for like six plus weeks, every single day. I'm not buying any of their stuff. She said, "I think having a piece of the memorial would be interesting." It of the memorial? Maybe she attended Murdoch's trial. It doesn't say. uh, It doesn't say what she got. It doesn't say what she bought. I don't know. Maybe she got something. I don't know from the memorial. It's. That's weird. Um, one woman said, "We're in ho- we're here in hopes of getting a memento of this historical event." Okay, I saw somebody say that they were uh, they bought some stuff. They wanted to start a museum in- nearby. I guess in Colleton County, they want to start a museum, and they're gonna I guess they're gonna fill it with some items. I mean, just a couple because everything's too expensive. Then there was. A Savannah, Georgia salon owner, because the auction occurred in Georgia, a Savannah salon owner who grew up not too far from where the Murdochs lived. And he said, when I heard about this, I thought, well, that's cool. Get one from the Murdoch house. Because he'd been looking, or sorry, she had been looking uh, for a deer head to decorate her salon, which, I mean, that is how you know that you are in a quality salon, right? Am I right? I mean, look. Okay, I haven't been to a salon in a very, very long time, probably decades. But um, what I re- what I remember was like the higher end ones, deer heads. That's how you can tell. They got deer heads mounted on the wall. So that she's looking for a deer head for such a long time, and then she's like, "Well, cool. I'm gonna get me one from the Murdoch house." And uh, and uh, she thought, "quote It would just be cool to tell our clients, hey." That's where that came from. And that's why we have to charge you $600 for a haircut. Uh, Looking visibly excited with the deer head. (laughs) She got it. She got it at the auction. She said, I'm stoked. I've been trying to Snapchat all my friends. Like, look, I got it. I did it. I had a mission. I came and I did it. She got the video, Snapchatted out. Moments later, she was murdered. No, I'm kidding. By a ghost. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Don't break anything while I'm gone.